An activist prepares himself for a busy day. A millennial remembers a catchy jingle. And male office workers roll up their sleeves. Hey, it's Effie Bateman and this is your Daily Batuta for Wednesday, the 8th of March. And happy International Women's Day. Happy International Women's Day indeed. Hashtag embrace equity is the theme this year. Um, How are you feeling, Effie? I'm feeling so appreciated today, Wendell. That's great to hear. I hope you feel appreciated every day, but particularly this day. I hope you enjoyed those cupcakes. I did. I do love pink frosting. So, uh, yeah, it was, it's been a great day. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty more hours to come as well. Hopefully you enjoyed tonight. It's a wonderful day on our calendar. And we're starting off with some news about it. Yes, and our first headline reads, International Women's Day. Local men's rights activist psychs himself up for a big day on the internet. Yes, as the world takes the day to acknowledge the annual March 8th commemoration that is International Women's Day, one local men's rights activist named Jackson says he's chosen to boycott the date in protest of the growing inequality faced by middle-class Australian men. Quite a um, oppressed segment of society, I believe. Um, the theme for International Women's Day 2023 is hashtag embrace equity, calling on everyone to embrace equity and all of the good things that come with it. Uh, that's not according to Jackson, obviously. It's a day aimed at celebrating women's achievement while also raising awareness about discrimination and entrenched gender-based issues. However, according to this man named Jackson, this kind of emphasis on empowering women is really only doing one thing. Creating a system that favours women in regional Queensland courts and creates arguments that don't align with his denial of the gender wage gap. Despite not having kids or ever having a girlfriend, Jackson says he's gone so far down the rabbit hole that it's almost like he knows exactly what it's like to go through a complex custody battle. Always curious why guys like Jackson get so caught up on that, but they do. Anyway, we've got another story, Effie. Yes, and Nation's men do the washing up today for a treat and a laugh. Yes, law firm boss here in town, Wilbur Contusion, has today invited staff to the Gals Afternoon Tea marked IWD. Better than an IUD. Yep, much, much better. Um, He treated them all to some frosted chocolate cake he baked himself from scratch after buying it from the nearest bakery and due to the mandatory cake consumption Wilbur then let the ladies know that they wouldn't have to lift a finger today as it was the boys turn to have a go at washing up as Wilbur said uh come on fellas I'm serious do these dishes it'll take five minutes um there was then a fit of giggles from Wilbur and the other men over the age of 60 in the law firm with the three men who didn't self-combust when asked to do a bit of tidying up, picked up the paper plates that Mm. were bought especially for the day, threw them in the bin and then put uh, a knife, an unrinsed knife, a very dirty knife, straight into the dishwasher there. As one of them said, they had a dishwasher when they were growing up. It's called his mum. Oh, God. Real real cracking (laughs) jokes there from the boys at the local law firm. And lastly, technology-dependent Gen Y, unable to remember any phone numbers except for Lubemobile. Yeah, that's right. This is a breaking story. With smartphones and messenger apps completely superseding the traditional landline, it's been confirmed that there is only one phone number that members of Generation Y still remember off by heart. And it's all thanks to a young boy with his missing front teeth, relative speech impediment, flanny, cute mullet, and an attitude to boot. 
uh, the phone number for the popular mobile auto mechanic is the one that's permanently etched into the brains of those that were raised in the 1990s. It's 13, 30, 32. 13, 30, 32. There you go. We had some just great like the ads back then. I yeah, miss bring them. them back. Bring them back. Bring back the beer ads. Mm. Classic. It's just KFC now. They're doing the heavy lifting. For our quote of the day, United Airlines passenger tried to open an emergency door and stab flight attendant with a metal spoon. I assume he did the stabbing before opening the emergency door. Well, he tried to open the door, so I think. And then stabbed. And, and then stabbed, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I would have thought if he tried to open the door, he'd be sucked out. <laughs> yeah, well, Isn't maybe that, what that was that was his backup plan. He was like, "I'm gonna open the door first. That yeah. didn't work. Well, now I have to attack someone with a spoon." Sounds very fucking scary, and would make me so so jittery to get on a plane again. Anyway, you got a quote from the U.S. Attorney's office. Yes, the U.S. Attorney office said the flight attendant notified the captain that they believed the passenger posed a threat to the aircraft, and that the captain needed to land the aircraft as soon as possible. Shortly after that warning is when the passenger allegedly flew off the handle, getting up and attacking the flight attendant with the spoon. Prosecutors said. Jeez, that sounds extremely, extremely scary. That's something that would happen on a Jetstar flight to Bali, I reckon. That's not a knife. Very good. That's it. Happy International Women's Day. Enjoy the cupcakes. See you later.